You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let us focus on critical injuries heading into the divisional round of the postseason with our injury analyst, Will Carroll, media relations director from Modus Global. Will, thanks for taking the time. So I've seen the video of Antonio Brown playing soccer against Ocho Cinco. Should I safely presume he's going to be 100% when he gets on the field this weekend against the Jacksonville Jaguars coming back from the calf injury? Yeah, you know, the video showed us that he was able to move, that he was able to move in all planes. What we didn't see was any rapid acceleration, any hard stops. So there's still a risk of re-injury. There's no way that the tissue that was damaged in the previous strain has completely healed up. There's scar tissue there. It's healing, but it is not healed. So he could overstrain that, put too much stress on that weak point, and have a problem early, late, pretty much anywhere along there. So they're going to be watching him closely. They're going to, if they know there's something that really stresses it, they're going to make sure to keep him away from that. And one of the things that I'm going to be watching is what does the medical staff do on the sidelines? Is he going to need to ride the bike to keep it warm? Is he going to need some sort of treatment at halftime? Uh, There's not really any way to deaden this. This isn't a pain issue. This is really a functionality issue. But very good sign so far. Seems like they've handled this thing right since it happened to make sure he's ready for the important moments, not only here, but Pittsburgh is certainly hoping this is not their last week of play. Well, give me your take on Chris Hogan, the wide receiver for the New England Patriots. We know they have Cooks and they have Rob Gronkowski and a few other players on his offense, but Hogan is a big part of their success. Tell me about his shoulder and his injury. Yeah, you know, he's had this shoulder injury for quite a while now, and this is similar in function to what we've seen with a lot of quarterbacks this year. They get slammed down. Uh, his was a direct hit to the shoulder, and it just kind of moved out of socket and stressed that uh, ligament in the front. So uh, very similar to what we've seen with Andrew Luck. Uh, Tom Brady had this uh, earlier this year in his non-throwing. Jameis Winston had it. So he's just got to be able to get – function. First, is it going to be able to hold up if he goes down? That's a pain management issue for him. But is he able to reach up? Is he able to keep guys off him? He should have progressed at this point. Normally, these issues take about six to eight weeks to fully heal up. Obviously, he's been trying to play through it a little bit, uh, but the multiple targets, the multiple looks that Tom Brady wants to have uh, with with Edelman out, uh, certainly this is a guy they want to have out there. And in a key moment, they're going to try to have him out there doing as much as he can do. What I'm curious about is because nobody really expects this game to be close, are they going to limit him? Are they going to have him on sort of a play count? Uh, If they get up by a couple touchdowns, are they going to use him less? Uh, Are they going to protect Gronkowski, another guy who has every talent in the world except durability? So I'll be watching that closely if they get a big lead. Talking injuries with Will Carroll. Will, let's go through the chronology. Take us back to getting set for the regular season finale between Jacksonville and Tennessee. According to reports, DeMarco Murray is going to try to give it a go with the knee injury, obviously did not play, has not played since, not going to play against the Patriots. What has changed in the intervening weeks? Uh, Not much, and that's the unfortunate part. He has that MCL sprain. There's likely some hamstring tendon damage as well. They haven't been very specific about that, but the symptomology, the way it was injured, what we call the mechanism of injury, uh, certainly matches up with that. So what we're looking at is just a non-functional knee. He can't go out there if his knee isn't stable. They tried to brace him early, put a big brace on there. He just couldn't move. Uh, So you were going to have 50% of him, and with the way Derrick Henry is playing, 
That's why they had those two to begin with. They wanted to keep them going. Uh, they didn't think one could hold up all season long. Well, they, they were right. Uh, unfortunately, it happened to Murray at, at the time when they needed them both. But uh, Henry has shown he can carry the load. He can be uh, certainly productive. Uh, you worry whether that workload in the last couple of weeks is going to catch up with them either this week or down the line if they're able to make it past the Patriots. But they've been kind of playing in the uh, this week might be the last week mode. They'll worry about next week if they get there. And let's face it, they probably aren't. Murray's knee isn't going to be a long-term problem. This is a four- to six-week injury. The problem was they had to try to get him ready in three weeks. Well, we had an opportunity to see Cam Newton in the playoffs play this New Orleans Saints team for the third time. We saw him play a really good game, but in the latter part of that game, we saw him scrambling and trying to make a play, and he ended up getting taken a big hit that ended up causing maybe his head or even his eye. Give me your take on uh, the, the concerns or what we've heard so far with Cam Newton and his injury. Well, the first thing, and I do want to note this, Cam was throwing the ball really, really well. And remember that he had a very similar surgery to Andrew Luck on a very similar timeline. That labrum tear, the little rotator cuff damage that he had, he's done really well. So full credit to to Cam for working hard, uh, to that medical staff and surgeon for getting him back and ready. As for the concussion or maybe not concussion, it looks bad because we were dealing with this last week. There were changes to the policy. Uh, let's say he did get poked in the eye, or now I'm hearing that some of the substrate, the stuff underneath the artificial turf, came up and kind of puffed in the eye. And that does happen, and it's certainly uncomfortable. Uh, it's like sand being thrown in your eye. Uh, you know, he went down to a knee saying that he wanted to do that so that Anderson had a little extra time to warm up. The problem is you saw his head hit. You saw him wobble a little bit coming off the field. Uh, we saw that with Travis Kelsey in, in the Chiefs game where he took a, a nasty helmet-to-helmet hit, and from the second he got up, you could see he was wobbly. That, that symptom's called ataxia, and, and uh, the NFL talks about uh, having trouble maintaining verticality. And he certainly was. So they didn't even have to test him on the sidelines. They knew you take him back, you get him off the field, uh, and, and you get him into the, the uh, further tests that happen in the locker room. Uh, with Cam, because he went down, because kneeling and taking a break, getting off the field actually functions under the concussion uh, testing protocols, he should have done the same exact thing. They should have taken him back. Now, he may have just been gaming the system, but at some point, we have to say, do these concussion rules mean anything, or are we just going to toss them aside when it's the star quarterback? Because if we are, we ought to just do that. We ought to acknowledge that these guys are out there at risk, that we understand the violence and the danger, and if you're perfectly willing to accept that, well, why are we you know, going through sort of kabuki theater of a concussion protocol that people clearly uh, don't follow the letter of? Injury analyst Will Carroll is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Will, last one for me. Should Falcon fans be concerned about Julio Jones' ankle heading into the game Saturday in Philadelphia? It should be concerned. Uh, as we said last week, you know, he had a lot of foot injuries. He's had some leg injuries. Uh, like Rob Gronkowski, he's a guy who has every skill in the book except for durability. I worry about this ankle a little bit more because of the foot problems he's had, but he adjusted very well. As I said, I expected him to be a much more physical receiver because he couldn't just run by people, and that's exactly what we saw. Matt Ryan knew what he could do, knew what he, he was going to be taxed to doing, and they kept him very, very safe, made the best use of the skills that he was at 100%. Watch for him again to use his big body, those 
giant hands, that strength that he has uh, to go in what should be a very good game. Well, as always, we appreciate the information. Thanks for joining us again today on the NFL on TuneIn. Thanks a lot, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.